You know what? Actually, I need to put them to put this up higher, probably. Then, huh? Some of these podcasts sound great, and some sound like they're in the person's toilet or something. Check one, two, yo, yo. Oh, Kent. You're good. I think this is going to sound good. Can we hear it? Are you talking? Yeah, so we're both talking right now. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it back. Okay. Dual C's. A good part of this. Okay. All right. I like this. This is the. What? Might be my favorite part of the recording right here. The Dulcie. The visit part? from Dulcie. Dulcie's been with me for the. Say hi, Dulcie. Here on on here. The, on she, you don't hear her because yours is Omni. Hi, hello. My name is Dulcie. That's How lo- are you? That's loud enough. Dulcie. <laughs> Dulcie's been with me for 30 years. I love her. She's my second mother and sister. Yes. We bicker like the odd couple, but at the end of the day, we, you know, <laughs> Dulcie, the, the best thing about Dulcie, this, this podcast is about art, and, and Dulcie has pitches for different movies and TV shows all the time. Dulcie, tell us the full house pitch that you had. Come over here. The full house, I have yeah. the idea, yeah. Yeah. Star Wars did. Okay. What? So Star Wars, so George Lucas beat us to it. What was Star Wars, in, I mean, it's full house in space, is that what it was? Yes. Okay. I love that. And, yeah. and what else you got? That's it? Yeah, that was 28 years ago. Yeah, we should have done it. I mean, you thought of that 28 years ago? Yeah. yeah. She's on wow. Of things. That's cool. All right. Let's okay, uh, let's rock. <laughs> she gets so quiet I'm when the mic goes on. Okay. What class? Computer. Oh, great. Oh. That's good. <laughs> there you go. All right. This is never going to, it's not going to be quiet for one second. I'm just telling you guys right That's now. That's fine. I love interruptions. I love. Oh, God. I prefer you out of here right now. Start. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't. Dulce, we're recording something. Do you know? Uh, uh, four o'clock. Come whenever you want. Thank you. Bye, Dulce. Bye, Dulce. Jeez, oh. <laughs> All right. What's the name of this podcast, Kent? Uh, I, 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 that's something I'm trying to figure out. It might be called I Had. A conversation okay. with John Stamos or like Kurt Biscare or whoever. I think we're going to come up with a title in this time. Do That'd be you, good. Let's, That'd be let's, helpful. Let's talk to people about our friendship and our, okay. our 40, 50 year. How, how long have we been? Right long now? time. 40 some. Yeah. 40 years. Like yeah. Ken, Ken, I call him Kent sometimes. Yes. But Ken uh, lived close. We went to school. We didn't go to junior high school together, right? No. We no. went to high school together. Yeah. Ken was, uh, was my. Uh, my cohort, my, my, my compadre in, in art, in drumming, in magic, in, in, yeah. in, you know, in other music, right. in photography, all of it. I mean, we've sort of led each other and taught each other. Well, the first, mm-hmm. early on, when computers started, right. Ken, you were ahead of all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to play on the Macintosh laptops. You taught me how to use a computer, and you taught me how to call it a motherfucking bastard, too. <laughs> we, we, Ken, Ken never is a very calm man, if you've ever seen him in person, folks, but he, uh, he can get angry at, at computers. Not anymore, <laughs> right? Yeah. We've had a great friendship. It's been a very, um, very healthy, beautiful friendship, and yeah. I cherish you, Ken. Oh, I cherish you, I too. mean, it, we're uh, sort of a yin and yang. You're more yangy. <laughs> but we, you know, you compliment each other, I think, right? And yeah, because Ken's very cool. He's very calm, <laughs> and I can be, you know, a tad hyper. 
<laughs> I'm happy for it. This is a good idea, this this podcast year. I think it's yeah. good. So yeah. you're talking to different people like me that about their art or what? Yeah. I just uh, love conversations. And like you and I have always had good ones. Mm -hmm. Like you're so intelligent. You, eh. you have this brain that I could never keep up with. Oh, and, please. You know. I never thought of myself as intelligent. In fact, I've, I had a relationship where somebody called me stupid and mm. said I wasn't smart enough for mm. her. And I never, it, it stays with me to this day. I remember all those stories. I think, <laughs> I think it's horrible. You know, but, you know, um, I wanted to ask you about fame. Mm. You know, like, because we never talk about this stuff. You and mm -hmm. I always just talk about food. personal, yeah, food or whatever. Well, cooking more. We talk about drums. Or relationships. Relationships. Or, but, we yeah. talk a lot about relationships. Yeah, but, but I've always wanted to ask you about fame. Like, you were famous before the internet. Yeah. And you're famous during it and after it. Did it? That's a good. Uh, did it have any? Did it change fame? Well, sure. Well, you know, look when 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 before the internet and social media to find out how popular you were, you'd have to go to the mall or Knott's Berry. You know, you and I would walk around mm -hmm. Disneyland and try to get recognized or something. Mm -hmm. Now you'd post a picture and you go, oh, well, that's that's how popular. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I always uh, I wanted. Fame before I wanted to be an act, before I wanted to do the craft. Okay. And you know me as well as anybody. I, I you know, I, I didn't have it in school, and all of a sudden one day I had it. But but I was more into that at the beginning. I I, I was fascinated by. I I went to the set of um, Grease. Yeah. My father's friend was a teacher at that school at the school uh -huh. gym coach. And at that high school. At the, that, yeah, they did it at a couple of high schools, but the one I was it was out you know somewhere in Orange County and. and Somewhere around there, and uh, it was it was the it was this, they were doing the scene of the um, the dance, the big dance, and the, oh. and the whole place was covered in crepe paper. And it was waiting around. I, yeah. I think it was the first time I'd ever been on a set. And, yeah. and John Travolta walked in in that black suit, and pink wow. shirt, and I was like, that, that, I want to do that. I want to wow. be that, you know. Wow. And uh, but it was fame first, sadly. And then I learned to say, well, wait a minute, you know, let's mm -hmm. let's learn about your craft. I used to go to. To these amusement parks with like Mike Owen, my best friends. Back yeah. Then. And he would come up, like I'd be standing by girls, and he would come up to me and ask for my autograph. Yeah. And I would sign it, and they'd be like, Who is you? Who are you? And I mean, what did. So many stories I didn't know. Oh, I mean, we could talk about how it changed. It was sort of obvious. I mean, it's famous, you know, goes. You know, social media is bad. It's, it's, it's like fire, all this stuff. It's, some of it's great, some of it's stinging. I mean, obviously. You know, look. Everybody's talking about the Second Amendment with guns and okay. and 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 what 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 was the situation when they wrote it, mm -hmm. the Constitution. It, you know, there were just muskets or whatever yes. it was to defend yourself against them. It's let's talk about the First Amendment too. There was no Twitter or Instagram or yes. So that's gotten and it. You know, it can to me. I'm it's fine and ninety five percent of the stuff is is sweet and because I don't much to my detriment sometimes or my my. Um, I, I wish I could speak my mind a little more on social media, but I can't mm -hmm. deal with the backlash. I don't dig it. So, and because I also don't. The, you feel criticized. You can if you pick a side, you know, or you. I, I remember I posted a picture of me and Obama, and I thought, oh, people are gonna love this. No, half the people. Did, yeah, half the people did. So my dad always said, stay out of politics, stay out of religion. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that part of it. But then it's great. I mean, you know, you can use it to promote. You can use it. Mm -hmm. Kevin Spacey, out of all people, yes. is the guy who turned me on to Twitter. It was really? early, early on. I remember that. That was back in uh, 
Rebecca Days. Remember? Mm -hmm. And and he said, uh, he said, there's this new thing, Twitter. I think he invested in it and asked me to invest. And I said, what is it? So well, you 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 can. He said, you you can voice your own opinion, because he's such a private guy. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, well, you're the last guy to. He said, no, but if someone writes something bad about you, mm -hmm. you can counteract it with Twitter. Mm -hmm. And you can get your own story out there. Mm -hmm. Well, he hasn't been on Twitter very much lately. Right. But that's Trump, you know, he's out there. He uses it. Using it, yeah. So yeah. It's, all, yeah, it's all. But I mean, like you, these people that have YouTube, mm -hmm. they, were, they were like you were. One time you were not famous, and then mm -hmm. you became famous. And, so, and I know that privacy became a thing with you uh -huh. that well that's the thing too like everybody would like they would never say where they are where they live where they're where they're going now everybody p puts where they are everywhere I'm here I'm here I'm at the shopping mall I'm at, you know mm -hmm. fame again like I I wanted it I, yeah. I loved it at the beginning then I got you know this is a bit much yeah and now I'm fine with it I like if I go out I'm gonna take a picture of someone I'm gonna be nice I'm gonna smile mm -hmm. I'm gonna say because I can do it fast too I can do it mm -hmm. in 10 seconds and people walk away mm -hmm. going oh he's a nice guy mm -hmm. I got it down so I, I'm never I'm never one and you can't be anymore you can't be a dick to your fans I don't I mean I don't Very I've few. never met anybody who met you that felt like you were a dick I, I never right. I, I mean how did you do I, that like how did you how do all these people in the press like you and how do all these it seems a little suspicious because <laughs> you're so sort of well liked I mean I've never they all kind of protect you. Well, they do until you really fuck up, and then, then you know, then they, they don't. They actually go on it. I mean, I have some goodwill, so if I ever screwed up again, but my dad was good to everybody. I know. You know, you know my dad, and oh, as yeah. were your parents. I mean, yeah. you know, you you'd go out, they'd drive up to your house, and you see your dad, you know, talking to the neighbors, the gardener, yeah. you know, the the bus boys, whatever it yes. may be. My dad was that way too. So I've, I believe that. People are hopefully, or I'm defined in little moments, yeah. not big, not what TV show, who, mm. what's your relationship, yeah. with it, but micro transactions with mm -hmm. people. And after so many years, it's starting to pay off. It didn't, you know, it was, in the beginning was always, you know, people had this to say mm -hmm. that guys were always jealous of me. And really? I hmm. think so. Well, you would know. I mean, not that you were jealous, but you were by my side through a lot of it. Yeah. But you always had this way with people where it, it could be a big party, and if you were there, and then you talk to a person, like you'll talk to me, and I, you'd, you can make a person feel like they're the only person in the world. I don't know how you do that. You know, you'd always would do that. You've always had that hmm. capability where... I worked, I, I had to overcompensate for a long time because mm -hmm. I really cared about what people thought of me. Okay, I know. And I still do, but, it, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to be nice to an asshole or something. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. You would know better. I mean, was it weird for you to start to see me get famous? Or, or what, what was your perception? I mean, the only, it's, no, it was always the same with you. Like, you, like, when we were in high school, I felt like you were famous, you know? And, <laughs> and I felt, and it just the fame, the only thing that changed is your availability. Like, if we're somewhere, and mm -hmm. you just got used to it after time, but if we were somewhere together, like a restaurant, like, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, you know, all of the people that know you, we just, we would just have to share you. Mm. Looks... There's there's a time when you could, you know, I could shut it down, or I could not uh, put the. That some stars don't put the energy out that mm -hmm. it's okay to come approach. They don't have that vibe, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do, and 
And there's times when I could shut it down and I don't because, you know, I just like meeting people. I like mm. uh, it. But it's been interesting. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I'm pretty lucky to still be around. I guess the reason I ask is because there's people that they start a YouTube channel with their mm. cell phone and then mm -hmm. suddenly they've got two million views a week. Right. And they think they want to be famous. You know, they think they want to... Well, what else do they have, though? They don't... They're not... Um, some of them maybe I don't know. Right. I'm not putting them down because I, I love I love this YouTube generation. But are they art? Like, where are those where are those little snippets going to be in twenty years? Right. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm thinking they don't have peers like you might have had in mm. in entertainment to to sort of help them deal with that. Because I know some people right now that are breaking uh -huh. pretty big, you know. And I feel like, wow, do they do they have advice on how yeah. to handle it. I had my parents, but kid, people are a lot more savvy because they, I don't, you know, they just, they know because they've grown up in that, like mm -hmm. about being on a camera, being on a, you know, a phone or a thing. Mm -hmm. I was an asshole for a lot sometimes, my, my, you know, but I did have my parents to knock me down and my sister's like, hey, you know, mm -hmm. go clean the dog shit in the backyard and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, mellow out. Mm. So when you're young, it's, you know, it's hard. I, I look at some of these kids, I think, you know, what you're talking about, I'm like, oh, I get it, you know, they're, you know. Mm -hmm. They get it, and it, it's great. I mean, look, if I had YouTube, if we had YouTube, me and you, yeah. when we were kids, yeah. it'd be fucking great, man. Right. I mean, anybody that wants to be an artist, and that's what this is about, right? Yes, art, yes. You know, and you're not making art, yeah. you're, it's your fault, because we used to have to, I had a 16 millimeter camera, Yep. And, 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 and I would shoot a little and edit as I'm shooting because I didn't, yeah. couldn't edit or anything. Right. And then I'd get it developed. <clears throat> and then the only place it would be shown is my parents' living room on yes. the thing. For your friends, yeah. Okay, you can make a whole movie on an iPhone, which they just, which, uh, what's the name just did. I know. You can cut it, you can edit it. You mm -hmm. can, and, that, and also, where we just had our living room, you put it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You have a, 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 an audience mm -hmm. there. So it's, it's a great time to be an artist. Mm -hmm. And the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. So, good. And you know what? I think someone told me this once, just about TV show, my stuff I was doing, and I was bitching about what network I was on. And he said, you know, if it's good, it's gonna rise. It'll it'll rise. Good art. So the rise. content. Yeah, I mean, look at Breaking Bad. There was AMC, wasn't it on? I think who watched right. AMC or right? Wasn't it AMC? Well, no, Bad Bad was on AMC. Okay. Breaking Bad was on. I don't know. But the people loved it. It just came out, you know, it's like mm -hmm. it caught on found, fire. It, yeah, it rose. Right. Mad Men, it, I think it was AMC. Okay, and I think they, that one was AMC. They weren't making, you know, big TV shows then. Right. But people found it. Right. So maybe that's the same with the internet and YouTube and, you know. Mm -hmm. Does it dilute? Yes. Okay. It's all diluted, all of okay. it. TV. Because when you started, it was like two, four, seven, yeah. that was about it. It was harder, it was harder to be, get on TV. It was harder yes. to be famous. It was a special thing. Yeah. It was a club. It was different clubs, right. TV, and I'm doing a show right now on Amazon about my life in the soaps in '81. Yeah. Well, you were around for that. Yeah, soap opera is a different actors are a different club than nighttime TV True. actors, and they look the nighttime people look down on soap operas back then. Yeah, which was shitty. But yeah, at that time, wasn't that show bigger than all the? It night was, stuff? but did, you know, yeah, I mean that was the irony there. But but and then the movie people looked down on the TV people. When I finally made it to nighttime. You know, I, I hope I didn't look down on my soap people. Mm -hmm. But then the movie people, you know, then you couldn't get in the movie. Mm -hmm. You always knew, like at the Golden Globes, w w where you were sitting, you know. <laughs> like the TV, of... TV people weren't, soap opera people weren't invited. TV people were sitting in the back, movie people. In the back. Oh, okay, that's interesting. But it's changed, it's changing. That's all changing. You taught me, 
uh, you tell me about photography, mm. which, uh, which I love. I'm not technically good like you are, but I, I think I have a decent eye. Mm -hmm. You, we played drums together forever. Yep. I'll never forget. I, I had this. I couldn't figure out this drum. I needed a solo. And you yeah. taught me the hardest fucking thing, and it took yeah. me a while to do, and now yeah. it's the center of my whole show. And drummers right. can't play that thing. They can't figure it's it out. A, it's a unique thing. Baba daba daba do daba 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 right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you, do you feel, I'm going to turn the tables on you, Big Daddy. Yeah. You are one of the most talented, good-hearted men I know, period. And I feel sometimes you've neglected your art and your talent. Yeah, I do, yeah. It's certainly drumming. You're a great drummer. Right. And you you know, you stopped playing twenty years ago or something. It was about that. Yeah, it was about eighteen years. Did a yeah. shrink tell you you should play more music? Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I had a problem with with um going into for the opposite reasons, like like you know, for the art instead of the fame. And and um and I thought that like that was sort of the answer to the, everything, the art. I thought that it was all about art. I didn't realize that it was a business. Show business. Yeah, yeah. And um, but yeah. So for but if me, you have the a... art first, which is the, which is what, if anything comes out, I think that's that's what you go for. What mm -hmm. you did, not what I did. Mm -hmm. If you have that, and then you get some savvy, or you get in the right doors, then you, then you can have both. But just to have the fame part on mm -hmm. top is it's thin, and 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 sort of in the, you know, my late twenties, thirty, I was like, oh, I got this. This is not about being famous. This is about being an actor and I went back to class and I, I certainly one of the main things that got me into that direction was I was working with Jack Klugman and he was like you gotta go to the theater gotta go to the theater because you know, I didn't really do I wasn't a great singer and so I didn't so when Full House ended he hated that he was like, oh, a stupid show <laughs> I go what do I do now how do I shake this image he goes go to go to New York and I, I did I went you did studied then I started I did uh, How to Succeed in Business and yeah, you know, I started I doing that. some Broadway stuff did that, how did that affect your art? Well, it became, it, it, you can't hide on a Broadway stage where you can on television or, you know, there's no second take. There's no, I mean, not that that's just about art, but doing it. But you, the beauty about doing a musical or a play over and over again for six, mm -hmm. seven, eight months is you really get to explore that character. Like, mm -hmm. just when you, like in television, you got, you know, it's, I mean, if you do a series for a long time, you get it, but, you know, but in the theater, you, you really get to f explore that. And people say, oh, isn't it boring every night? Yeah, but then all of a sudden, after a month, you'll go, oh, that's what that means. And then mm. all of a sudden, it takes the So you made discoveries. Yes, yeah. Mm. And that's just by being open. I was, I did a play with James Earl Jones, probably right. the greatest actor. Right. Did you come to that? I don't think so. I think one of them I was on the way out there, and then there's a whole 9-11 thing. We were on the tarmac. We couldn't get off. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. That was uh, Bye Bye Birdie. I th no, it wasn't 9-11. It was after it, though. We, we were stuck because of something. I remember. Yeah. But I was doing this play with James Earl Jones and Angela Lansbury. I mean, it was... Oh, that's right. Uh, you know, these two were... And James uh, called me Little John. Little John. <laughs> and we would... Once a week, twice a week, he says, let's... let's and now this guy had been doing, I came into the play like, mm -hmm. you know, in the middle of it. I mean, they'd done it. Mm -hmm. I, I say they, they, would, they were doing it for already like six or eight months. Yeah. And I replaced someone. And so he, he'd been working on this thing for a year, year okay. and a half. It was called The Best Man by, James, uh, by um, Gore Vidal. Mm -hmm. Very political. It would have been great right now, actually. Mm. And 
he would dig at it and dig at it and mm. dig at it. And again, like he'd been doing it a long time and he'd say, I'd go down to his dressing room afterwards, let's go on the stage, and, you know, and we would go work a moment in a scene together. Wow. And it was, it was, it was magical, right? And we'd wow. do it 10, 15 minutes, we'd do it. My hand to God, it was the second, it was the night before we were closing. Yeah. Second to the last time. Yeah. We take our curtain calls. I'm going out to my dressing room. Little John, come on, let's go. I go, we had one more performance and he still wanted to fine tune a moment. Mm. That's an artist. Yes. So you're never done. You're never happy with it. You're always tweaking it. Yeah. I mean, you just, he, you know, he just kept digging at it, digging at it, digging mm -hmm. at it. And sometimes you find it mm -hmm. and it works great for a couple of weeks and then you lose it. Mm. Or you, or you, all of a sudden you're making too much out of that mm -hmm. moment. And then now it becomes about that moment when it's not written to be so it about becomes that. imbalanced. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a, the theater is a magical place. But isn't the I once read a thing by Marlon Brando where he said that he hated Streetcar Named Desire because of all the energy it took. He said he liked films because on films you'd only had to agitate yourself in <laughs> close-ups. Right, right, so right. So right. TV you only had to agitate yourself. When the things rolling in this in theater, you had to agitate yourself the whole time. He said it was exhausting. Well, you know, these are just different techniques. I'm sure that he, you know, he was great on both. But, you know, you, to me, I find it harder to agitate yourself sometimes because you have to do it from every different angle. I mean, yes, not as much in the wide shots, but, mm -hmm. you know, in the close-ups, again, over and over. That's hard. Mm -hmm. With the, And the beauty of the theater is, and not every streetcar was heavy duty, but, you know, sure. not every shows where you don't have to agitate yourself the right. whole time. Right, right. But the beauty is you start at the beginning of the story, the middle, and the end. There's, mm -hmm. You don't shoot it out of order. You don't mm -hmm. do two takes. You don't do, and you're done. You've lived that whole story in two and a half, three hours, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then you're done with it. So mm -hmm. that's, it's all, you know, there's good things about everything. Just like uh, a live performance of a song as opposed to a recorded performance of a song. Theater is like the live, like you go play with the Beach Boys, you do the song. Mm -hmm. Versus it, you're saying going a studio. Into a studio. Pieces, yeah, yeah, I mean, sort of. Similar. I like, yeah. I was never, I like playing in the, I like playing drums in the studio now. I like a click track. Yeah. I'm using some in the beach. I, I want to do, I want to use more. Tempo is, you know, is a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's the key. I mean, you have yeah. to have good time and it has to feel good. You've always had that though. You've always had know. good. I was talking to Blake about this yesterday, you know, I said, yeah, your uncle always could play good. He could totally make a living as a drummer if he wanted to. Mm. Some would argue with you, but, you know, time I learned a lot from, you know, just like my nephew, Blake, like in the beginning you want to hot dog it, you know, you want to play all licks and feels and, you know. It's normal. And then, you know, you settle into just where the groove is. It took me a while, hopefully, and he's getting into it too. But I, it really hit me when I, when I was playing with Carl Wilson with the Beach Boys because he was a rhythm guy. Yes. And he understood time and oh, he was perfect. I mean, he was, his voice was Perfect. Yes. Never. The guy. It was. He didn't know how to sing out of tune. He couldn't. Wow. It, I believe it. I mean, I've, so yeah. he. I was. Ta I talked to him about tempos, and and he played a lot of the Beach Boys stuff a lot faster than the records, and a lot faster than we do now. He was. A, he, but he also like grew. He was grew. But he. I was asking him about tempo, and he said, "Just watch my elbow." Hmm. Like, what? Just watch. And he. So with his with his right his hand, back his to strumming you. hand. Yeah. yeah. His. Yeah. He was standing in front of me, and yeah. I just catch the back of his elbow. Uh -huh. I know you folks at home can't see what I'm doing, but mm -hmm. as he's strumming up and down, that would be the rhythm of the song, or the t the tempo of the song. So he was sort of the bedrock of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
He was. Mm. He was the band leader, you know, during those those years too. What did you think when I f first started playing with the Beach Boys? Were you like, well, it's surreal fuck? because you and I used to go <laughs> did driving we go to around any? in your dad's El Camino, and you had eight there was track. an eight track in there, and you had uh, Endless Summer. Endless Summer. That's yep. right. And uh, you play that and sing to it, and <laughs> and uh, how? I mean, how how many people does their friend do that, and then sudden, and then someday play with that band? I've had a blessed life. I never, I never put any obstacles up, though. Did you see that with me? Like I didn't go like I can't do that. Yes. I can't get an agent. I can't do this. Yes. I, I remember the first time you told me that you wanted to be an actor, which was really? in we were coming home from Ireland. Mm -hmm. We just done that seven days of. Uh, talk talk about that real fast. That. Ireland. Well, just we went to Ireland and we. Um, it was our high school we were in band, high school marching band. marching band, and you and I were roommates. And um, you know, we went there. It was an interesting trip. That make an interesting story. You know, because we know, went there, a drill team and band. We were geeks. Well, what happened was you had to raise a certain amount of money yep. to go, and a lot of our main stars didn't come up with the dough sure. in, in the marching band. Right. So we were like a bad news. Like we were ragtaggy. Totally. Yeah. We, I mean, yeah. And then you had all this like um, class, mixing of class, where you'd see drill team girls hanging around with clarinet players, and you'd see and some people had affairs over there. They had girlfriends and boyfriends at home. Yeah, oh, that's right. Well, one of the, did it a teacher do that? Or was that later? <laughs> there might, I, you know, I don't know if that was then. Yeah, I heard something about that, but. Um, no, was it, was, uh, I don't I, do any names on this, but. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then and then we, you know, so so like it was like a uh, almost like a Breakfast Club. I don't know if you ever saw. Well, you were weren't you up for the Breakfast Club movie? Was it? I thought you were up for maybe. Um, but anyways, it was like that where you had jocks and cheerleaders and yeah losers all <laughs> all hanging together. Oh, because we had to. Yeah. But what? But 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 what jocks? I mean, there were, were no jocks. But I'm just there. meaning we were the nerdy like, bandits. Well, you had like right? drill team girls who would never think of hanging around with some. Right. Those girls were super cool. Yeah. They yeah. wouldn't hang around with the the guy. Right. The and you had the flag guy. girls, which is a different level. Uh, of, yeah. You know. And, were we hitting on girls? You know, I don't remember. I mean, you always had girls all around. You're what? Saying, I mean, I would just Not hang then. around you, and I just by virtue, I'd have five around me. And the Did I back then? They had to be nice to me because I knew you, and you, you know. Did I then? You had girls all over the place, and. And you know, um, yeah, and and so we were, and we had a, we had that that you know sort of like sixth grade camp feeling where we were away from our parents and we were right. In, well, we threw we a were... mattress out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my. Well, I think too we you know we didn't drink much then, but we could we snuck some Irish coffee or something. Yes, coffee with. I mean, that, you know, the teachers and the parents were all drinking in the pubs. Yeah. We could go to a pub and we'd see our principal <laughs> in the pub. Drinking. What was his name? That was Fancher. I got you to name somebody. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so we were, we were going on the bus to the airport going home. Oh, and yeah. it was a very reflective but wait, moment. But, but tell, we were ragtaggy, and we pulled it together, and we took yeah. first place, right? That's true. That is true. That was in, like in the, a... In the Dublin, uh, yeah, in Dublin on St. Patrick's Day, we won. Wow. Yeah. All right, so I'm sorry. So we're driving back with, on the bus. We're just on the bus, you know, and, yeah. and, and then... Um, we said, um, we have like a reflective moment. I just said, I think maybe you said to me, like, what do you want to do after this, you know? Uh-huh. And um, we were in 11th grade. You were one year above me, so you were, yeah, you were 11 and I was 10. And um, we said, what do you want to do after what? After, after well, Ireland? We, with your life. Yeah. So we were getting that way. Like, we're just that young, getting that reflective, you know? Yeah. And, and, um, uh -huh. 
and, and you know, and, and I said, well, I want to be a drummer, you know, and that was sort of expected. And then, well, we were playing drums in the band. Right. And then you, I said, well, what do you want to do, you know, and you said, Porn star. I, want to be a, I want to be an actor. And I just totally... You didn't know that before we... we no, and, and you when know... When did we meet? We were in 10th grade? I was... You were... Well, I mean, I, I first met you... Oh. I was telling... Caitlin, I first met you when I was doing a magic show at Kenny Moto's house. In his Kenny Moto was your cousin, and he lived down the street from me. Yeah, so it was like elementary school, like maybe sixth, seventh grade. And you were doing a magic show in the backyard. Yeah, and, and you came up and you busted my chops. You like took my uh, my billiard balls and you <laughs> began to do a little Carson-esque thing where you put one in your mouth. <laughs> And then it would vanish, and then it would come out of the hat, and there'd be another one in your mouth. Did and you just, say, this fucking guy upstage you totally, bastard? You totally, you were way better magic than I was. Yeah, yeah that's how we met. And then, and then, so we exchanged phone numbers back then. That was before cell phones. Oh, yeah. And I would call you, like, maybe once a year. Mm -hmm. and, you, and sometimes you wouldn't even remember who I was. I'd well. call you, but we had no... <laughs> We didn't have nothing else to do, so really? we just talk about things. Well, we lived not far from each other either. Right, and, you're, and my cousins yeah, are right behind yeah, you. And, yeah. But, yeah, that's, and that's, cool. so that's how we met, and... and um, we always like the same stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. So we said, I said, I want to be an actor. And you went, what? And, and I, but, I, but I ridiculed you. I, I was like, do you know the odds <laughs> of becoming an actor? I mean, dude, you're, you're here at Kennedy High School. You're not going to become an actor. I mean, you, should be, you better get something more mm -hmm. solid. And you were just like, no, that's what I want to do. Hmm. And yeah, then what happened? I always had, too, I had like sort of different, but like I had negative feelings about high school like I oh, hated me I mean like all the bullying which I had and all the weird you know shit that kids feel like mm -hmm. you may not look at me and go oh yeah sure but I had all that I just, maybe you remember but um, I look back at my yearbooks a while ago and it's like you're gonna make it we know you're gonna be a star I'm like all that kind of stuff. I was like oh mm -hmm. it's just weird perception right what mm -hmm. you think and what the people think what did you think when you read that well I was surprised because I thought it was, I didn't think people supported you, supported me. And, um, and that, that's one of those things where you go like, I wish I could go back to my, my, myself during that time and go, it's going to be okay. Because <laughs> right. you were worried. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, every kid is. I'll bet every, I mean, uh, you know, you hear about it. Like, it's, it's scary to be being a kid in school and, and like you said the class the, the, the football players the jocks the, the, the cheerleaders where you fit in there's a lot of stress stressful I mean and it's worse now the, you know with social media it's gotta be it is but it's magnified because now they bully each other when they're at home online well evil comes into these people's homes yeah. uh, if I was a parent and, and, and my kid was sitting at the table which happened with my niece yeah. she started crying yeah. in my house at Thanksgiving you know yeah that's bad. Yeah, they can but, reach you anywhere. But, you know, I would have to, the, 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 to get a message like that, I went into the bathroom at, at Kennedy High School and I saw John Stamos has a big nose. Stamos has, like, it was on the mirror. Are you serious? Yeah, like Ron Kent punched me in the face. I remember that. And it, and, and it changed my life forever. It, in what way? Well, it was, we talked about it. Like, I... I it was one of the first times an attractive girl said she wanted to meet me or go out with me. Sandra Cobb. Sandra, and so I was out bragging. Meanwhile, she had a boyfriend who was at the next party. Were you with me that night? I was in a car yeah. with was, a girl. Yeah. You were, went up to the. You went to the passengers. Or no? Yeah. He yeah. came up to the. He did. Yeah. I was sitting in the passenger seat. Yep. And he, he knocked on the window. I didn't know who he was. Rolled down the window and punched. Came well, in. Sucker the thing. punched you. Yeah. And it turns out that you know he was the. He was a big guy. Yeah. And I, it was so, I mean, I ended up with his girlfriend, but it was so embarrassing and so awful that I had to go to school with a black guy. Mm -hmm. And 
and he was always after me. I was always afraid. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's when I became friends with Dave Astle, who was a football player. I remember Dave. I sat with him at your wedding. So it was like a, 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 a it was like having a bodyguard, right? Because <laughs> I was afraid this guy, and he was threatening me, and on the mirrors and the windows, and he was always, oh, he's wow. going to get you. And I lived in fear. I'm sure kids can can relate to that. Wow. And I wanted to kill him, and I, but he, but he fueled my um, my inspiration to be successful and famous and show him I'll show him and then when I did I was like now nah, okay and I had bodyguards mm -hmm. all right I'm gonna find this guy mm -hmm. I'm gonna hob the guys hold him down I'm gonna punch him in the eye that's how mm -hmm. impactful this one it really punch affected in the eye. you and then I said no I think I got the you know I got the better deal yeah <laughs> I looked him up on Facebook recently you did yeah you're lurking fat <laughs> you know big and fat <laughs> It's life, you know. I don't know. You gotta be good, like you are. You're good to people. That's well, you know. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. It's just about. It's tough because. It's about compassion and, and yeah. care for people. And if you don't, if people don't do it automatically, I don't know what you do. And you've Your always kids had have it. Well, always... it's because of our parents and our families. And yeah. Things were simple. I hate to sound like an old fuck, but yeah. it was so much simpler, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, Did you ever think of guns in school? That didn't no. even cross my mind. No, that makes me mad. That, that, as a matter of fact, my daughter just yesterday at Cypress High School, she, they had a Drill? third level lockdown. Because <sighs> they actually thought something was going down. So they turned it the lights a, off in the class. It wasn't a rehearsal be, or what a no, thing? No. And they told everybody to be quiet. And yeah. she, at that moment, thought, well, maybe this is it. You know, maybe I won't see my mom anymore. Maybe I won't see my dad anymore. Maybe I'm going to die right here in this table. And it, was, it turned out to she be... She said that? It just happened yesterday. Uh, what did she say? I'm sorry. At Cypress High School, she, yeah. you know, she's in a classroom and... And, and, the, and the bell went off or whatever yeah, it was? Yeah, whatever. And then, so they have to turn the lights off in case the shooter is roaming around. They don't want him to be attracted to some well-lit room and, mm -hmm. and everybody has to be quiet. Are you sure it wasn't a drill? It must have been. No, it was not a drill. They thought someone was they coming in? They thought someone was coming in, but it was a fall. What it was is the teacher hit the, pulled the panic oh, button on right, accident. Right, right, right. But at we that never moment, had that. We never had that. No. But ours was like nuclear shit, you know, like <laughs> get under the desk because... Yeah, I remember earthquakes, bomb, though. An earthquake, yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, how scary. I'm so sorry for these kids. But I'll tell you another thing. The day of that march a couple of weeks ago, the world changed. I was so impressed by these young kids. Yeah. I was like, wow. We're, you know, maybe we're in good hands with these kids. We should listen right. to them. Well, kids normally so know that... Kids, they have a lot less bullshit... Piled on top they of seem them. smarter. Yeah, we, you and I, were marching back in 1980. We ditched the every single day we could ditch. You know, marching what? We, well, we were marching for some cause. For chili pups. Yeah, we, we would we'd go down leave to, whenever we could leave. We would go to the chili chili. What was the place called? Pup and Pup and Taco. So that's what we were marching for. Yes, and I remember one time we were somewhere, and we ran into your mom. That was like the worst. I don't remember. She yeah. remembered that story. <laughs> yeah. Were you? I mean, I didn't. We didn't grow up with politics either. Did, did, no. Were you? Was we your family about that? Never. Republican, no. Democrat. No, no. I mean, I know it was very Republican where we grew up. Yeah, Orange County is definitely more Republican. But, but it was not was... something that people, um, you know, left friendships for. <laughs> right. You know, and stopped yeah. talking to other people over. Yeah, that's uh, that's another whole podcast. But yeah. So where do you do you find it so easy to pick up your art? Uh, we left it. Do you feel rusty when you go back? No, I'm rusty. We had a thing. We played a, a couple of months ago because it was our. Th it was like 30 years since the band had started, and 
I played. What's the name of the band? What the shoot band? the moon? Yeah, shoot the moon. And it was it was very emotional. I had a really rough time with it. Um, the reunion? Yeah, just playing. You know, it was the first time I played a song all the way through since my dad had died. Because oh, I stopped. Okay. That's what it was. That's I right. stopped playing because I thought that I was trying to freeze time. You know, I lost my dad, and uh, well, not playing drums doesn't freeze time, does it? Because <laughs> when you're stupid, you have all no, these weird I, little stupid. schemes. No, I get and, it. Uh, but uh, yeah, and so yeah, it was it was rough, and and but yeah, wow. you know, I uh, I've been picking it up lately, and and, it, and what the psychologist told me is that it would hurt, and it and it does hurt. Wow. Yeah, because I, because I thought I was holding back all these feelings by stopping, and so right. when you start again, then you let that they dump out. Yeah, you have to go through the grieving process. If you try to interrupt the grieving process. Then you know maybe it didn't happen. It That's what I was thinking. Right, right. But it prolongs it, it and, and then it makes it worse. It festers. Fester, and it comes out in other areas. Yeah, to different people. It's channeling. Yeah, yeah. it's best to take the hit. I know I you say. were always. I mean, at my mom's wedding, you were like texting me. Funeral? At, at the at the funeral, you were telling mm -hmm. me like you you should feel this right now. Are yeah, you feeling yeah. this? Well, you're a guy who, partly because of your culture and your parents, you don't you don't show emotion much, mm -hmm. and you don't. Uh, and then I think. You know, there's a time when you you stuffed it all of it, and then yeah. you acted out in a, in a specific way. Yeah, it's like cutting yourself or something. Like right. I think you, you know when you had a little bit of a change in your life. I think it was a. Um, oh, that's my agent. I think it was a. Uh, uh, hold up. Hello. 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 I don't know who that was. I'm trying to sell you. A no, well, it, it looked like it was my. Hold on a second. Uh -huh. um, when you had a, a bit of a, a life experience that yeah. was sort of Mid jolting. Midlife crisis, Mid yeah. Uh, I felt, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not shrink, but that you would stuff so much in and you didn't, f and you were numb almost. And you, I think you wanted to feel something, anything. Yeah. yeah. And I think, but that's why I guess you got to feel what you feel. So why do you know that? Like, why did, why did it take a, and I bet you anybody that's your friend that listens to this knows this about you. That why do you why are you so perceptive on things like that? Like sometimes I won't see you for months, and you'll just totally know where I'm at, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. How come you know that and I don't know that? Because I'm stalking you. <laughs> you know, I well, bet you every one of your to, friends says that about you. That no, you, it's easy to look at someone. How do you go, remember? You got, how would you even fucking remember that shit? It's easy to look at someone and go, you should do this and you got that and this is why you feel that. You know, mm. the, the, the trick is doing it to yourself, right? Mm. I have, I've always had a sense for psychology. Like, I think I would, I would have liked to have done that. But again, like, it goes back to maybe sometimes the intelligence. Like, I think I'm street smart or pe people smart mm -hmm. for the most part. Mm -hmm. But book smart, forget it. But that's memory, really. Exactly. But, um, so, so. You've right. always had that thing where you could see. Like, I've seen you do it with people that you know, and I can tell the relationships you have. Like, when your mom died, you know, people talked about her. I mm. said, oh my God, that's him. Because she had these individual mm. relationships with people where they felt like, like, you know, just so important. Well, you guys make people feel that way. I learned it from her. She was, you know. But I learned a lot from you. You're a Zen. You know, you're a guy who can walk into a, a chaotic situation and be cool with it. And that's great. I mean, I, again, that's the blade of grass uh, mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, I was going to ask you about art, too. 
I'll tell you one thing. I mean, if people are still listening to this long ass boring conversation, <laughs> like, like, put your. Um, I never said that. Put your toolbox together because you never know what you're going to... Like, look at all the shit that you and I used to do that I've used in my career. Certainly music, drumming, photography. I, I love, you know... Um, I used to love stunts. Did we used to do stunts yes. together? You know? we, used to, we snuck into Universal Studios to watch the stunt show. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I loved... You know, so get as much... Get as many things as you can do because you never know when you can use them or right. how you can apply them. Or, That's true. You know... What's this going to be called? I don't know. Conversations. I, don't know. I like how you're looking a little bored. This is like, this is how I know that I'm getting down to the meat. You know, the, the I started with meat. <laughs> That's what you call it. <laughs> well, what do you want to know? What else? What do you want to talk about? What do people out there, what do you think your audience is? Well, it doesn't matter. We should talk about what we feel. Well, I mean, you make art. How do you, what's the process? Like when you, like today, like when I was, I visit you on sets and it was oh. at, Warner Brothers, or it was that Sony Studios, mm -hmm. and then Sony turned into, or no, Columbia turned into Sony, and then you know there's people like, uh, 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 what's the guy that did Laverne and Shirley and all that? I see him at all. I used to see him at all your things, you know, uh, uh, Laverne. Gary Marshall. Yeah, and I mean those guys, you know, were the people that were in charge, and now it looks like it's like stuff's made by like Amazon Books. Well. And, but is it the same? Yeah, there's those guys, sure, but they're young. I mean, is that what you mean? Like, well, I mean, it's like you—you you made entertainment and art at a time when it was made by this sort of. I mean, my my old sound, my my drum instructor, Murray Spivak, he did mm -hmm. sound music. He did West Side Story. He, he was played drums audio, on that. He was an audio guy for all that. Oh wow! Does he have any of those old tapes? I must. Yeah, I have some of them. You do? Yeah, and uh, share the wealth. He, yeah. You know, they're all real to real. Back then, it was real to real. He used to have parties at his house on Fairfax. Fred Astaire would come over, and they'd wow. go up, and they'd drink, and they'd play, they'd play drums in, wow. in his apartment. Uh -huh. um, Is he still alive? He died. Uh -huh. But um, anyways, he uh, that was a different era of entertainment. Yeah, right. And now it's like, you know, you aren't you having productions made by, like, Amazon and... Is it different, or is it just the same thing? Same thing. It's just the money. Where the money, you know, like who, you know, I mean, they they put, you know, like I have a show at Amazon where, you know, all, the executives I deal with, you know, we're at Fox, we're at ABC, we're, you know, it's it's just, you know, it's just, it's stu those are just different studios. Okay. And then, you know, at, you know, with Amazon and, and and Netflix and, you know, sometimes they're the studio mm -hmm. and the network. That's now now it's a network. Mm -hmm. Look, it's all changed. I mean, you know, it's mm -hmm. it's it's different, and you have to roll with it. And but I think about making art and I and I get up and I I've been very artistic the last couple of years when okay. I sobered up uh, my you know you always think it's the opposite you go oh yes. I'm gonna get high and fucked up and I'm gonna make a great it'll be better write a great yeah yes. for me anyway bullshit you know yes. I was never better when I was drunk I was yes. never, you always think oh I'm at a party I gotta, I'm gonna be more charming so I gotta drink you know mm -hmm. opposite exactly right and and when you're clear and you can access thoughts and conversations mm -hmm. and moments like we are now it's better but so i've been a lot of stuff's coming up mm -hmm. you know i started i write i've been writing a lot mm. scripts and stories and ideas mm -hmm. and you sort of go like for me i go like what are my assets first of all to mm -hmm. to, to make uh to get my art out there well like, i'm very close to the beach boys say okay. right and so now i go what can i do so i made a Miniseries with them. Yep. Um, I had a big feature film going with them. That didn't go. Now I'm doing uh, a uh, an animated uh, thing 
each episode is one of their songs. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a company called Bento Box that does mm -hmm. great animation. Okay, so that, you know, that, that, that I could, you know, mine, mm -hmm. you know, which I have a lot of. Mm -hmm. um, General Hospital was my thing, and yes. so I sold this, this Amazon show is about my life in General Hospital. Mm, that's cool. You know what I mean? So you cool. look that way, and then, um, you know what else happened? I, I, I was inspired by some of these street artists and art, and I'm fascinated by the world of teen idols and uh, mm. ex-teen idols. And, you know, so what is that like a reality thing situation or a documentary or what? Well, I wrote a s script that I wanted to do like a half hour, like a like a Californication kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That didn't. I'm. I have another that, something in the same vein that I'm writing now, working on. But um, what happens to these guys? I mean, either they die, like you know, David Cassidy, or yes, which is sad. It was sort of a sadder story. The yeah. teen teen magazine world is really interesting too. I'm working yes. on something like that. Never Ron Scott. He just passed away. Like oh, a, three weeks. Ago. Oh, seriously. Um, but I'm do. But I was I was thinking about those times and that era and like, and then I I, I grabbed when my mom passed away. She, she had every teen magazine, yes. Tiger Beat, so the, in the office. So I took them all. I'll show you. And I, and I tweaked them out with a guy, a Photoshop guy, and I'm mm -hmm. I'm blowing them up and I'm painting them. But they're, it's a darker look at. Because it was all bullshit. I mean, I wasn't into drugs and that shit back then, but it was it was a shiny. Everybody happy. was. I mean, that was a set, that was friggin' disco days. I mean, yeah, was, but yeah. but but you didn't see that on the cover of the teen no. magazines. There no. was darker shit going on behind it. So some of this art, I'm working on that. And you know, there was a there was a woman named Doreen Leoy who was an editor of Tiger Beat magazine, yeah. and she sort of when she saw me, she, she she said she saw something in me, and she groomed me over the years and yeah. became really good friends with my mother. Um, and then she ended up marrying uh, Richard Ramirez, the hillside Seriously. senator. Was that what it was? Before yeah. all that? A little after. But, but during, I think during a time when, because I remember the phone ringing at the house and, and it was, she, or it was a letter, or she was supposed to call at a certain time and, and or no, she was talking, and my dad go, hang up the phone. He's like telling her to hang up the phone. You know, don't, don't get connected to that woman, you know. Um, so there was all that kind of stuff. So I, that's which I'd art. never done, but I'm just getting into art. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Trippy world. So I'm very, actually I'm very fascinated by this. So okay. what does it mean? What does it mean? You took this stuff and you, and you're how are you manipulating it? Like solely through Photoshop, or are you drawing on it, painting on it? And and they're sort of images of me, but darker. Like look. I, what I'm doing is I'm starting off with Photoshop. As wow. you, I, this is terrible for a podcast, by the way. But it's you, you explain to this. This is like a. I, I found mean, that's it. a very. I mean, you have black and white, and you've got some. I mean, those colors are so appropriate for that time period. Right. You have some but neon. my neck is cut. Yes. Uh, uh, and then there's a. And I'm bruised up. Sliced up neck. It looks like some razor. Right. That's laser. Not how, that's not how I shot the picture. Mm -hmm. And then there's a big printed Jesse and the Rippers on my chest, which wasn't there back then. No. You have. I took these. Photos of, of where did this. that come from? That photo. I have this one photo session of of these pictures, and then we just fucked with them. This is all my love, but then I'm beaten to. This is, looks. This is the Ron Kent. You know, this is me in a, with a black eye. Oh. This doesn't work for your podcast, but it's okay. That's right. So it got into this stuff, and then, and then I made a mock-up of this Tiger Beat magazine, and if you you can see, there's me and Doreen Leoy there, and then there she is with Richard Ramirez. That's fucked up, dude. So what is this? And if you read this, yeah. It's like John's favorite first date, Disneyland, and then, then it's like half me and then half Richard Ramirez, and then um, it says, uh, uh, it says, uh, 
Uh, wait. John's favorite uh, first date is Disneyland, and um, and then Richard Ramirez says, "Big deal. Death comes with the territory. See you at Disneyland." <laughs> that was a quote that he really said. Seriously? Yeah. And it says like, uh, John S. is, uh, is blacky, a little like his little. Um, she's Catholic. Richie R., which is you know, Richard Ramirez loves raping, beating, and dismembering his victims. But she said, she said about him, she goes, something, I saw something that captivated me about Richard Ramirez. But she said the same fucking shit about me, too, so. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So that's, that was, that's that, but. Now tell me, is this, are you doing this for a project, or is this literally art for art's sake? Well, why, why do, why make a mock-up of Tiger Beat? Like, it why? it captures a moment in my life, like if, like I want to do some moments in my life. So like, is there something we don't know about this? Was it dark? Mm. Some of it, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, certainly, the story I just told you was not, you know, bright. Um, and then, I don't know. So I'm going to blow these up and and paint them and see. What are you going to Are you going to show this possibly? Like maybe, maybe do an art yeah. show. Maybe. There's a picture of me from the old General Hospital days. With I remember pink. that guy. And, the, and the, a leather jacket, and I have a pink shirt. But on the shirt, you see, it's a picture of Richard Ramirez. That. That's awesome. Strength. So you wouldn't, if you don't at first la glance, you wouldn't. Yeah, not that one. You'd have to really look at it to realize it's So, I don't of... know. I'm just playing with it. But, but, you know, it's just like, get up and do something. You can't, you know, you can't, uh, it's, there's too much art at our, or too much accessibility at our fingertips. The ability to make it. Yes. And, and people, but, 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 so, again, I asked this before, but is this, is this something for a project, or is this like something you just want to do to make art? I don't know. Oh, so right off, now it's undecided. Starts out making art. I like. I like. I like. That's one of my questions Idol. for you. Is like, what do you do that you don't get paid for? That's art. A lot. I write a lot. I do this kind of stuff, and I also, when you go, when you have an idea, because I love producing, and that's really what I'm moving into a lot these days. Okay. So if you have an idea that you have, mm -hmm. and, and so, for me, like I have so many people in my life that are that I have access to. Or okay. so I know so many people. So, okay. again, it's a it's a it's a it's a sin if I don't utilize it. I don't mean, and so, um, so you wake up and you go, I have this idea. So then you then you connect with someone that you know is going to do it. So, but anyway, you could develop a project for a year yeah. and work on it every day. Yeah, and it doesn't go, and you don't make a penny either. Right. Is that what you were saying? No. No, I'm I'm asking like, like some people maybe they make pottery. They never mm -hmm. have a, they never have a desire to even sell the pottery, or they right. or they draw pictures, or they. Write yeah. songs or the mm -hmm. garden. I don't know. You cook. I know that's one of your arts. I mean, no, no, it's not really. I don't. No, I don't creativity do anything like that. for creative. I, I don't have anything like that. I, I like to create and that with it, in my mind that it's gonna do. It might go somewhere. Go somewhere. May not. Never about money. Mm -hmm. But I'd like like when I figure this out, I'd like people to see. Tell me it. the difference between that about going somewhere. So you like the fact that it's going to be. Well, it's gonna I'm gonna share it. Much, yeah. I like talk. I mean, just talking about what we just did. But mm. this is just a kernel of an idea that I've had for years. And how long has that been sitting in your head? This whole dark tiger beat. Mm, long time. Well, when I started looking at these magazines, right? And then I thought, well, maybe I'll, I'll do like a. And then I was thinking about like a T-shirt line, X Teen Idol, and what that would be in it. And I started designing that, and it was sort of like. Um, it was like an X through, mm -hmm. it would be like a football player, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, or the, or the popular, cheat, you know, cheerleader. Mm -hmm. 
X mm -hmm. through them, you know, like mm -hmm. you're you're out. Mm. Like, where are those? Does it feel that way? Does it feel? Yeah, well, well, sometimes. I mean, where are those people? Like, right? Where are yes. the? Where are the? I don't want to say Robbie Benson. Names. Robbie Benson. Or no, but I mean, people we went to high school with. Oh. That like the cool girl, the hot girl, right. the hot football player. Right. Mel Stocks, Kim Anderson. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I don't. I know I sound like I have anger towards all that. I don't really. But I think kids do, right? It's tough. Absolutely. No, my daughter's in there right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a brutal fucking. What do you do? I don't even know how. I don't even know what to say to her. I mean, I just try to tell her that it's not always going to be this way, and you're going to look at this differently when you get older. But mm. it doesn't help her. Yeah. Well, it it might. Yeah. So why not say that? Yeah. You can't, you know. But you want to cultivate your art and talent in the sense that practice it and work on it with an mm -hmm. instrument and people go oh it's too late no 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 no. it's not it's, i never well it's harder to learn piano i should have learned this when i did it mm -hmm. do it now fuck it and then that you do for yourself you know you just sit mm -hmm. around and you can how do you do that because meaning how do you remain so optimistic like you about what uh, i don't know you're pretty optimistic about a lot of things maybe i'm just not optimistic but you like what was you live in the moment very well that's taken me a long time because if you're not, as an actor, you hear, live in the moment. I'm like, fuck off. What does that mean? You know. <laughs> but I get it now because if you're not engaged in the moment, like right now, yeah. like I'm talking to you, I'm not thinking about something else, I'm not looking at my phone, mm -hmm. I'm with you, mm -hmm. then I've really lived that moment. Mm -hmm. and I can go to bed at night and go, wow, I lived a lot of moments today. Mm -hmm. But if you graze them, which I used to do a lot, Thinking of something else, escapism, you're somewhere, you know. Diverted. It's, it's hard to push yourself right here. I'm right here right now with Ken. I'm doing this thing. Mm -hmm. I had to, I had to clean my act up because my mind was cluttered. Mm -hmm. Then you've lived those those moments. Mm -hmm. I'm trying. I'm not great at it, but I try. The present, like you seem to be very present. What did you say? Like when I first got here today what? and I heard you talking. What are you talking? You're about? very present. You're I'm in the present. I'm trying. I'm trying. Do well, you feel like you don't? You feel like you're not in the present? Yeah, I am. Yeah. But it's hard. It's, it takes a lot of energy. to. Why? It's, because it's easy to daydream, right, and float. Mm -hmm. Think about other things. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to have some ice cream later. Get diverted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Discipline. Is, is that a creative mind, though, that can jump that way? That's different, I think. That's somebody who could talk about this, talk about that. Mm -hmm. or have, you know, I used to watch, I'd watch Ryan Murphy sometimes. And, mm -hmm. you know, he had four or five shows going one time, and, he, mm -hmm. and he'd have all the writers from all the shows in there, and he'd mm -hmm. go, blah, 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 for this show, da, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. That's like that. Okay. But I think, you know, when somebody's there, when you're looking at them, talking yes. to them. Um, yeah. It's easy to, to drift. And you've done that. Is there any way to do that? Because I'm sure a lot of artists have a problem. I know my daughter has a problem staying focused on one thing. She feels that she has a problem with that. Because it's hard. Yeah. It's a muscle. Is there some trick to that or some technique to... I don't know. Um, I don't know. So you just, don't do anything like that. You just sort of realize that's something you needed and you kind of begin to mm -hmm. cultivate that. Because you're afraid to be there. Because when you're there... Why? Like when I'm right here with you right now, that's, that's about the full me, right? Yes. And what if it's not enough? Right. You, were, you were always enough for me. Thank you. That's nice. <laughs> but for a lot of people, don't feel that, and I haven't felt that a long time. You know, I felt that after Jiv Jive, you know. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, here I am, motherfucker. I'm here. Yep. And if if I'm not, you know, if you're not a good person, or you're like, I was talking about this last night with somebody. I'm not going to drop names, but John Mayer. And uh, 
<laughs> he was saying like, you know, you try to engage with people and you look in yeah. their eye and you talk and you do a joke yeah. and you bet. And some people, oh really? You know, they give you that look and they're uh -huh. like, fuck it, goodbye. I tried. Uh -huh. But, I don't know, we're off on a tangent, which may be the best part. That's the best, that's the best stuff. I think this is a good, uh, who else are you going to talk to? Podcast-wise, you know, I'm talking to all my friends. Will you air this on the on YouTube? It's going to be on you know iTunes and YouTube. I'm going to do. Do uh, I have to buy this? Or is it no, no. Okay. I'm going to just put it out there. Oh, I just I saying. wanted to just um, mm -hmm. help. What happened with me is I was taking some photo classes at the college near my house, which is the one that your mother was supposedly going to enroll you in if you didn't get General Hospital. Mm. And, oh, at Cypress College. Yeah. I went there. Oh, to, I didn't because I was working at the restaurant. My dad's restaurant. And I went there to, to sign up. Okay. And I couldn't find the, the room, the sign up room. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ad, ad, Administrate. Or, yeah. yeah. And my dad said, that's it. Next semester, I don't give a shit. You, you know, you're gone at school. Mm -hmm. That's when I got in General Hospital, so I didn't have to. Right. I remember that. I mean, I remember going down to the set with you. And... You do? Yeah, yeah. What was that like? It was surreal. I was like, in this, it, first off, it was like this big warehouse. All the lights were off. Because yeah. you and I actually went. I think it was one of the days we went to go sneak up to uh, Universal Studios. We snuck into Universal Studios. Yeah, we jumped hop, the fence. There's a fence. There's a big fence in the front. Yeah. And but yeah, and it was strange to see like hospital beds <laughs> and syringes that didn't actually have needles on them. I think yeah. I stole one. You did. And um, it was it was very surreal. I mean, that, that's for me. I've had a wonderful time knowing you because of that. Like you, you took all the hard stuff, like being famous, having your privacy invaded. Mm -hmm. And all I would just do is go hang around with Paul Abdul, you know, ah! you know. Where did you hang out with Paul Abdul? Uh, we went to go to um, Phil Collins yeah. at the forum. Was uh, Stevie Wonder there? Was that that? Stevie Wonder, Tom Hanks, Rita wow. Hanks. Wow. Which, you're friends with her, aren't you? Uh -huh. And a uh, um, bunch of people. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty surreal. Good. Like uh, from, from some guy that was at Kennedy Marching Band. Still surreal to me sometimes. Is it? Yeah. I have to pick, you know, I have to pick, I, I always say this, like if I, I would never write a book because I got too many stories. And I don't want to be interesting. You got to sort of, I wouldn't do that. But if I did, it would be called, if you would have told me, dot, dot, dot. It's like when you and I were driving around in the El Camino yep. listening to the 8-track, yeah. if you would have told me that I got six messages from Mike Love that I, and I haven't called him back in two weeks, you know, I would have, <laughs> right. you know, right. that. It's like, if you would have told me, you know. I don't know. Look, I, I've been lucky. Yeah. It, it, a lot of his luck. Uh, been in the right place. I've, I've fucked up shit and tried to, you know, come that's back. That's such a small part be of it. It's like, yeah. Well. Um. Uh. But. It's been good. That. But you hit it right then. That being in the moment, being right here. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. I used to give. It was easy for me to give. 50 percent 60 percent because it was as good as you're like marlon than... brando you knew how to dole out your energy <laughs> well i just but it, but that's bullshit because because well i would say like my 40 or 50 percent is yeah. more than most everyone else's 100 yes. percent. but right. why not give 100 percent and be you know george clooney now instead of you know uncle jesse how about that for a sound quote does uncle does george <laughs> clooney give more than uncle jesse i think he did probably yeah mm -hmm. He's also a very smart dude. But you know what I mean, like, I, I, you know. Frida wants it. It's grazing, it's just the grazing moments. Fuck that, be there. Be you don't like that you did that. Why do you not like that you did it? What's the problem with that? Well, because I just got by. 
I mean, and, and me getting by as most people's, you know. How is it negative towards you? Because you missed those moments? Or? I could have been, I could have been more. I could have been, I could have been a contender. <laughs> I could have done, not that I'm not content where I am, because I am, mm -hmm. especially with that baby coming. Mm -hmm. But I could have been more successful. Mm -hmm. And maybe I still will. You feel that's the, one of the reasons that, that you didn't get to go further in your art was because of, of that? You think that's one of the factors? That I didn't give 100% really? all the time. Because it always seemed like you were giving like 150%. I didn't have, I gave 40 or 50. And it seemed and like that. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. But when I put 100 into it, like I do now in a lot of stuff, it's a whole different I mean, game. your result is definitely larger, isn't it? Because these days when I talk to you, and we, we rarely talk about your jobs, but I mean, Ooh. you seem to always have three or four jobs going. Yeah, but now, but but you want to know something better than that? I have a wife and a kid coming. Right, well, yeah. Because I put 100% into this relationship. Yes, right. And I remember going into it going, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to do something I rarely do or I haven't done in a long time. I'm going to put 100% into this. I don't even, mm -hmm. I don't know if, I, when I met, when we met, we didn't, I didn't know if it was. Of course. But I'm going to give 100%. That way, if it doesn't work, mm -hmm. at least I gave it my all. Yes. And, but, and I, and, and I know how to do that the next time. I know how I know what those what that feels like. What okay. those avenues. Feel like. That's it, crazy. And it paid off. That's crazy. That you were not given hundred percent. Well, sometimes maybe, but 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 I didn't work as hard. I didn't study as hard. You know, I, I learned things. Fa I, I could, but not, but but not. You know, Howard Stern is a, gr is a gr great inspiration. If he if he learns photography, yeah. like like I did, like yeah. a hobby of it. He can build a camera. He knows everything about every camera. Okay. He studies it. He does, you know, he's a painter now. He likes a real comprehensive level yeah. of... I grazed, uh, you know, I always mm -hmm. sort of, you know, got good enough at something, mm -hmm. you know, but not... I mean, that's sort of a different thing, but... But that's know. a good subject. Is it, is it more valid one way than... Why would he... Because you're... Well, that's you do just it. him, I guess. Yeah. God darn gosh. Yeah. Um... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was looking at an email from uh, someone at Netflix about something, about the Fuller House. Um, yeah. But do you feel that it's less or more if you're a Howard Stern approach or a John Stamos approach to an art? Like you. That's the beauty of art. It doesn't matter, does it? I mean, right. whatever works for that person. I'm not saying, and you know, some people, I'm not saying Howard, but some people have to work harder to get to the same place, mm -hmm. right? Some people That's come true. to you, some, you know, there's a lot of stuff I'm not great at, a lot, that I'd like to be better at, but, mm -hmm. and don't ask me what, because I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'd like, I, 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 and you know, I'll tell you, I work very hard at singing when I have to sing something. Okay. And I'm terrible, like, no matter how hard I work, and I work harder on that than anything okay i do in my life and it's just it's average if, okay. if, if you know if, even if it's that okay i just get myself in this i just did with willy wonk at the hollywood bowl yeah so excited about it it was one song yeah come with me i worked on it for months yeah and it was it wasn't i wasn't great i'm like what am i doing why do i keep putting myself i don't know i, I just, failed a lot yeah. well go ahead i'm sorry no I, I was there and i was thinking you know, God, please don't fall with the cane thing. I mean, Tell me about it. Yeah, because I saw you. I think I saw you the, a couple nights before that. Before what? That show. We were at Loretta's house. And we made a little dinner. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I played that thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I dug into that hard. So, and 
Yeah. And you know what? This is sort of obvious, but don't be afraid to, don't be afraid to suck. Don't be afraid to fail. Failure is a huge thing. I did a musical nine. I I took over for uh, Antonio Banderas. Yes. And I saw, I came to the previews, which is the first couple weeks of it. Saw him doing it. And it wasn't great, I gotta tell you. And, and, uh, and I go, they're gonna ask me to do this role one day. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's complicated, so I don't know. But he wasn't, you know. Mm-hmm. So they called and said, and I think I was with you actually. Some I was down in Orange County, I remember, and it was like mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't have anything going on. They said, "Do you want to come back?" And do, do you want to you want to come back? And it was the same roundabout theater. And they said, "Do you want to do replace Antonio and Nine? Yeah. Or do you want to go back to Cabaret? We'd love to have you mm-hmm. either way." And I was like, ah, "I better challenge myself and go to Nine." Also, he wasn't that great, so I'll come in and kill. Him. Okay. So I went to after I got the job, I went to see it, and he was fucking fantastic. <laughs> And the streets were packed after the show. And his wife was across the street, Melanie, and he was there. And you couldn't even drive down that uh-huh. thing. And the theater was electric, and he was blowing the roof off, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> and he, you know, it, was, it takes time. To, you know, I saw him the first week, and, yeah. you know, it was judgmental. And, but uh, I, never, I never got that one. I wasn't good in that play, that musical. Here's my last question. Go ahead. Do you use, uh, do you back yourself into a corner to make your art better? In other words, put it off the last minute or... Well, that's not making it better. I do that sometimes and that's shitty. Because that's, that's giving it, that's half-assed. That's not giving 100%. Right. right? Don't wait to the last minute. Um, so you don't do that. You're more uh, of a, a prepared type of well, person. Sometimes I do. Well, the da- where you put yourself in a dangerous place is to take on something that's out of your f- range. Like nine. Don't you grow from that? Yeah. But that's, you said, do you, what did you say? Do you... Back yourself in a corner. A scare your, to scare yourself. To scare yourself in a, be, doing it better. Scare yourself doing something that's a little above what you can do. Yes, a little, right. Pick stuff that's, surround yourself with people that are better than you. 100%. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Kent. Yeah. Thank you. I think it's going to be a good series. Yes. Will you be able to cut this up and chop it and do? Oh, I'm gonna put it up in its entirety. Yeah. Oh shit! I, you can. I no, I, I, I think boring. I might. Yeah. I mean, how long do we talk? A couple hours? No. We're like not a that long interesting. Time. I have to pee as well. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. No, and I'll maybe say. I'll, you say the. Well, first. I thought it would be like if you can visualize the word I, mm-hmm. and then had mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. conversation. That's my name, Hada. Had a oh, but oh, but just for but the audio but part. But people of it. don't really like. It. Other people are saying it should just be called Ken Hada podcast. No, but I had a. But you say the first line. I had a conversation with, and the person says the name. Oh right. So go ahead, say it. Okay, I had a conversation with Scott Bale. <laughs> exactly. Say it again. I had a conversation with Bob Saget. <laughs> right. That kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do I that. might do that. It's going to evolve. Well, well, let's hope. Okay.